Hello, and welcome to episode 104 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Wonder Woman. How you doing, Henry? Good, Richie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just the two of us today. It is, yes. Once again, the uh, most committed members uh, here to... Uh, yes. Take on the shite. Absolutely, yeah. We always get we always get the shite, don't we, when it's us two? Yeah. Actually, the last time we cure for wellness. Oh, <laughs> Christ, yeah, it was. However, I think the time before that was War Dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that it was, was actually, right. to be fair. So. And we've done quite a lot of foul films, just... Yeah, that's true. As a duo. Yes, so yeah. that is true. Um, but, yeah, uh, Jack and Joe couldn't make it to this. Mm. Jack is on holiday. Uh, I don't know where he is, do you know? Spain is Right, okay. Uh, and Joe is just busy working. He just couldn't get here. Couldn't get here in time. So he says. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's awfully suspicious that every time he's busy, it's always a, a shit film. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you had a good week? Fine, yeah. Nothing to report, really. Yeah. No, 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 me neither, really. No. Right, should we just... Uh, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Please. All right. <laughs> This week, we're talking about Wonder Woman. Here's a clip. My, uh... <clears throat> name is Captain Steve Trevor, pilot, American Expeditionary Forces, serial number 8141921. That's all I'm at liberty to... Assigned to British intelligence. What the hell is this thing? The lasso of Hestia compels you to reveal the truth. But it's really hot. What is your mission? Whoever you are, you are in more danger than you think. What is your mission? I am a... I am a spy! I'm a spy. I'm a spy. Wonder Woman is directed by Patty Jenkins and it stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Danny Houston, David Thewlis, Ewan Bremner and Lucy Davis. The synopsis is, before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes in tales of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars, discovering her full powers and true destiny. What did you think of Wonder Woman? Well... What I will say is that my, my hopes were very low before mm. I walked into the cinema, just because I had no interest in, in going to see this film, yeah. and the track record that, that DCU are on at the moment, mm-hmm. I'm going back and listen to BBS, POS, <laughs> and Suicide Squad as well, they were, they were dire. Um, but then on the flip side, maybe you're thinking, right, okay, third time lucky, maybe we might have learnt from the mistakes yep. that we made in the first two films, eradicate those, and make a decent film with with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. No. It was, it was dire. It was, it was so, so bad. It was bad. And I can't understand the rave reviews it's getting, um, even to the point where some guy served you food at the cinema, Richie, and he said, oh yeah, it's the best one since The Dark Knight. Best yeah. superhero film since The Dark Knight. They're not really trying to go down the humour road, they're trying to make their own thing. Yeah, what was that about? I'm sorry. Just a, f- a blatant lie. Yeah, a clear lie. Because as soon as Chris Pine rocks up in Amazon land, <laughs> they just crap one-liners like, like they're trying to do a comedy sketch. Yeah. It was just, 
I'm, every single joke, every character was trying to be funny. They, they all fell flat. Listen, we, we went at a time, the screen was very quiet. Literally, there must have been about ten people in there. Yeah. For the second at, day at, at of, the the most. Sh- of one of the biggest films out there at the moment. Um, yeah, it it seemed bad, but having said that, I think when we came out, there was a few more people in the uh, lobby area. Yeah, we were quite early, and I think... But what I was saying is, obviously, because there's not very many people there, a lot of the jokes in... Yeah, that was fell completely flat yeah, because there was true. no. no I didn't hear one laugh. Silence. Yeah, I mean, I was laughing for wrong reasons. And <laughs> yeah, sure, we get into that. Yeah, everyone could hear Woody laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I hate, I hated it. I hate, there wasn't one, there wasn't one good element about it. I thought, okay, it's Wonder Woman's f- first film. Was apart from whatever she, Dale worked on. Yeah, sorry, Dale. Yeah, <laughs> if you, I know you're listening. Apart from anything that he. <laughs> Worked on. I don't know if you got a credit because I didn't stay for that long. Oh, sorry, Dale. We, sorry, we Dale. didn't. We didn't stay to look at the credits. No, absolutely not. But um, I don't know. I was just expecting so much more, especially given given what everyone's been saying. Given about what it. everyone's been saying about it, I think I mean, you said ninety seven percent on or ninety four percent rotten tomatoes, something like that. That's so high. But then, aside from that, just the fact that it's her first ever, the first ever feature film of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It's directed by a woman, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins, and it's sort of okay. Maybe it may, it's going to be a nice change from just having someone like Zack Snyder come along and just churn out the same bollocks that you see every time in these films. Yeah, mm. yeah, it just did not happen. This film had no, the director had no unique take on this genre. She didn't add anything that I've not seen before in other films. Mm. Like, it, Apart from the overrounded message about how bad men are and all this sort of stuff, okay. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was I mean, the whole thing, look, it could have been a bloke film, it could have been a... The main character could have been a bloke and we'll come out with the same thing because the dialogue was dire and before people start saying, oh, you're only sexist, there's all one more... No, she she was appalling. Mm. She was appalling. Chris Pine was appalling. Mm-hmm. And people like you and Bremner, I mean, what was he doing in this film? God knows. Yeah. And, know. and David Fulis as well. Blackpool's finest. Local lad, and he was, yeah. he was awful. He was all, everyone was awful. And just, yeah, as I said before about learning from the mistakes, we'll get on this in a, le- a bit later on, but do you remember the, the last scene in Batman v Superman, how dark it was, and just everyone rising up and people getting thrown across the everywhere yeah but it's exactly what happened in this film massive monster madness yeah yeah exactly really haven't learnt from the mistakes we've made in the previous films no. and do you know what I'd, I'd even go one further and say I remember we caned Suicide Squad for the attempted humour there's more in this they're trying it so much more uh, I don't know it's difficult to no no I think there's more in this you reckon yeah 100% I mean something that I, I find a particularly strange choice is uh Lucy da- Davis putting yeah. in her best David Brent performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean, what was that about? Don't know. I mean, did she did she decide to do that, or was that just what was the point in her character? Patty Jenkins, literally useless. Oh, hey, yeah, I saw you in the office. Do you think what? Do you think you could do what the man did in that? Yeah, yeah. And then, because she, she like she was definitely was, wasn't she? Like all the yeah. characteristics of Brent, she was oh, trying yeah, yeah, to yeah, pull yeah. off there. Yeah, and yeah. there was no dawn in her performance. No, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. Uh, but it was just jarring. Yeah, it just does yeah, not completely. fit in this film. Completely, 
and it wasn't funny. No. She, she just seemed like she was just the going dialogue, way over the top with the it. The dialogue was just, it, it didn't actually make sense. It was just dialogue. random words. <laughs> That's what I felt it was. It was. The whole thing was so disconjointed, like, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, there, 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 there was just a lot of things that just didn't make any sense going on in this film, and you just had to kind of just let it go, just no. kind of ignore it. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, the the, the whole... Oh, I don't know if it's spoilery, but... The, the fucking thing when she actually gets involved in any of the war aspects. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying not to be spoilery, yeah. but... The No Man's Land thing. Oh, oh, God, what a terrible... What a terrible reference that was. Yeah, is that... Comments or whatever we were trying to be. Is that spoiler? Just bring that up now? Or no, should I leave I don't it? think so. Uh, well, anyway, okay, so... I'll probably talk about it a bit more later on, but just that whole sequence. I don't know how anyone can conceive of that that idea mm. and think it was a good idea and think I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm offended by. I know this is what I'm saying before. You can't. You the, can't make these comments about someone part, pricking up and going. Ah, we just being sexist. You know, yeah. and all this. Well, that we're not. Yeah, it's just ill-conceived idea. Very badly executed. But you're quite right about the idea about No Man's Land. Like, one of the lines was, we've not been able to, we've gained an inch in a year, we've not been able to barricade the figure. Oh my God. So you know what's going to happen. She's just going to walk across yeah. the battlefield and just change yeah. everything as if, I don't know, it's just... And I was half expecting, I mean, I commend it for not actually going down this road, but I was expecting it to, to go, you know, when he said to her, it's no man's land. No man can go up there. Yeah. I was expecting her to turn around and go, I am not a man. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't have to say that because it was just heavily implied. It was, <laughs> it was just heavily implied, yeah. I suppose, yeah. yeah. But usually uh, implied isn't enough for these people. No, no, no. Uh, so, that, that, yeah, that was that was pretty damn dreadful. Mm. I know that, that it's obviously based on the comics, which probably has the, the same story in it. Mm. But the, the whole thing just seems a bit too similar to the first Captain America film. Right. It's best based in the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Great War and... Uh, the War to End All Wars. Yeah. How many times did you say that in this film? Fuck me. Yeah. It, it, it is the, the main problem, I think, for me, and usually when a film is terrible, the main thing that really makes me roll my eyes or makes me just, like, like nails on a chalkboard for me is mm. awful dialogue. Yeah. Wasn't there any um, inspiring words coming out of anyone's mouths? It wasn't yeah, it was all it was all very. But as I said before, no, nothing, nothing that I've not really heard in previous films. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, obviously, stand out obviously, about yes, okay, it's very different in the fact that we've got a a female director and b a female protagonist lead. Okay, but I just thought that I thought it was just going to get jarring in that way in terms of it all being about her. But then the dialogue throughout the whole film, even at the start when it went went to the Amazon bit, it just With wasn't one line uttered. But Baby some... Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, she was bad, wasn't she? Mm. Yeah, she was a bad child actress. Um, yeah, it, it was just a shower of shite from, from start to finish. It really, really was. And I didn't understand uh, her, her mother's um, motivations in this film. Like, she, mm. like, in the beginning of the film, she's... She's trying not to train her up. Because... And, then by, and then by the time she leaves the island, she says, right, don't, don't forget your bag, go on, off you go, good luck. Yeah. It's like, well, where's this come from all of a sudden? Yeah, I, I don't... <laughs> well, yeah, that was pretty... Trying super. to protect her from all this. Yeah, but she just, like... 
okay, she eventually says, okay, yeah, we should train her. But originally, she's like, no, we can't train her. We have to. We have to protect mm. her because the 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 more the more she learns, then the, then the easier it will be for Ares to find her. Mm. And she kept saying that, and yet that never actually actually seemed to be true. No, because in the end, she found him. <laughs> well, they they ju- they just. They just came across each other by accident. Well, actually, yeah, it was a complete fluke, really. Wasn't yeah, it? if it weren't for Chris Pine, she didn't. She didn't learn anything from between from the time she left the Amazon island yeah. to the end of the film. She didn't. She didn't actually learn anything that her mother was talking about. No, she just until she she did. All she learned was that all men are bad. And, and why would a man inflict such pain on another man? Yeah, and, and so I just don't understand <sighs> talking in fucking riddles, Ravel. <laughs> yeah. Sake, and so I just don't. I just don't understand why you'd have her repeating this line like it's actually going to mm. be an influence on the film when it, just, when it just doesn't ha- yeah. happen. No, she, and they just right. they, they just by all coincidence just run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> A line that I haven't been able to kind of get over since it was said um, was again on the Amazon island, but after Chris Pine makes his uh, introduction. She's, he says to her, oh, how come you speak English? And she says, we speak hundreds of languages. <laughs> we just choose to speak English. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah, how convenient. Yeah, just and then, uh, for no reason, despite the fact that our accent would suggest that it's not really our native tongue. Yeah, you're clearly speaking this weird Spanish <laughs> accent from why, the whole thing. Yeah, why aren't you speaking the language yeah. that is native to you? Yeah. A question I would also like to ask the Germans in this film. Right, well, this is, I think this is one of my biggest bugbears with this film in in terms of the blatant, in-your-face, it's slapping you across the face. Mm. The referencing, once again, the Germans being the bad guys. All right, okay, I get it. But if you're going to get it, if you're going to get it, if you're going to have have actual Germans play the enemies, yeah. because the, guy, the main guy we just pointed out off air general at his name I don't know he's American he's 100% American and he was doing this stupid accent <laughs> just it was one of those caricature accents that's mm. what it felt like yeah and we get, we, I just didn't understand why we were going down this road of I didn't get it it felt so weird I just felt so weird watching it knowing that that guy's a yank and he's putting on this accent even Chris Pine had a go at it <laughs> he put on a little the German's accent yeah I also don't really know why Chris Pine's character had to be American when none of this occurs in America. Um, I, I don't get why he had to be an American character unless the character in the comics is American, but whatever. Yeah. Really, oh, all I, really all I can think is that Daniel Radcliffe wasn't available for it. <laughs> so. Or Rupert Grint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of this false accent stuff. And... But more broadly, I wasn't a huge fan about the, the German references. No. And then Gal Gadot kept saying, oh, Ares is God of War and all yeah, this sort of stuff. The source of all evil. The source of all evil and all this sort of stuff. And it's just such a blatant smack you across the face reference, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is. I, 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 just, did, I just wasn't, just didn't like it. Just didn't like it. It's a bit. It, it's a bit archaic mm. of a of a of saying. an ideal. Yeah. I, I think I, so I kept I on thinking what, it was pa- leading up to because it's it's the whole thing is about Ares being the god of war mm. and this this whole inherent good and inherent bad in man. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I thought it was leading up to, especially when Chris Pine started to have a bit of speech about 
maybe we are just bad people. I thought it was leading up to him, him that the film making a point about people aren't being really bad, they just perceive the people on the other side as yeah. evil, yeah. but they're the good guys in yeah. their own minds, they're all, they've all got their own cause, they've all got their own fights, Yeah, like it even says in the film, mm. but that never really came, it, no. it, it, it more or less just ended with, mm. oh yeah, the Germans are, are inherently evil. And how many times have you heard that over the years? And this is why I didn't understand what Patty Jenkins, what her intentions were as a director in this film. What did, what, what? Uh, I'll tell you what her intent was. Oh, go on then. Her intent was to just keep her button on the slow-mo, keep her finger on the oh, slow, slow-mo button God, constantly throughout it. the film. There must, I think there must have been over 20 uses It was so slow-mo. awful. It, 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 they couldn't have, they couldn't have a single battle or action scene without having slow-mo no. in almost every shot. No. no. And, but the use of it was just appalling. Boring. Boring, yeah, completely boring. It got so old. Like, yeah. slow mo can be really effective, um, mm. but yeah, just like the end of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but it can be, it can be. But when it's over, you, wait, it was just, and it's just the yeah. only technique they had at some times. Yeah, yeah, it was. At, at a certain a fast point. camera pan, and then it just zoom, it just zoom into Wonder Woman, yeah. slow it all down. She'll be rotating in the yeah. air. She's got a blade in her hand or something, yeah. and it'll just go back to normal speed. Blade in the man's chest yeah I mean 50 times anything <laughs> anything looks badass to the lowest common denominator when you've yeah, got it in slow motion yeah. but I, f- I got to it got to the it's point where overused, I, it? well yeah so bad yeah so badly, but it just got to the point where I felt like they felt like they had to use the slow-mo all the time because whenever they didn't use the slow-mo it looks awful yeah I'm, the CG on this was Shocking. Anything, any shocking. Any of the action that Gal Gadot had when it wasn't in slow motion. Yeah, uh, just it was. I've got. So I've, I've got to say, I think, and I can say this across the board for DCU now. They are so far behind MCU when it comes to these action sequences. I think so. Yeah. Is it budgetary? I don't know, but I think there's just more creative things going on usually in absolutely, the MCU absolutely. stuff. More creativity, even in something like Civil War, which. Captain America Civil War, which I hated. I yeah. thought it was a shit film. Yeah. But at least I could watch the action scenes. Yeah, they, they, at least they, they, were, they, they still had some fun stuff going on. They had some fun going on. They weren't all set in the darkest, yeah. darkest. Yeah. Why are they still? Like, why is DC still trying to push this? Don't know. It's. I, I, I mean, I get it. That's what Nolan did with the Batman films. But it doesn't. You, you don't just do it for everything. No. You don't no. have. Not everything has to be dark and dingy, and you know. It's a lot more difficult to have fun watching it. But even when... even the battle even the battle scene for the No Man's Land one, yeah, it was just so uninspiring when it was trying so hard to be. Yeah, I know. Having said that, I don't want it to do that scene in a fun way either. That would be a lot worse. No, 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 no. <laughs> when if you're not just Marvel, just so far ahead in terms of when it comes to the big it, set it pieces, felt. They are just right. a million miles ahead of them. I'm, I'm not usually I'm not usually bothered about things like this. It did feel a bit disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I don't really want to push that argument too much because it's not really something that I have a problem with usually. But in this, it just felt a little bit much. But you can also say that about all the accents they're putting on as well, in terms of. I suppose, but they but weren't not to that extent of yeah, because you're talking about. No Man's Land. You're not just talking about 
a war. Yeah. Talk about a piece of a war, which was, uh, yeah, a particularly gruesome. Yeah. And yeah. It, it it just trivialises it a bit. It does. It does. It does. But again, I don't get really get as easily offended by that kind of thing. I don't. I don't really want to make it seem like I'm really no, bothered it, about it that much. But it it just felt it just gave me a little bit of a twinge. Well, yeah, I think the reason you shouldn't or you can't really get that offended by it is because it's not the intentions of Patty Jenkins. No, that's true. It's not her intention to do that. No, which is why you can. Let it slide, but yeah. at the same time, you got to think to yourself. And also, because Jesus Christ, yeah, and you, also, you could have just picked. We know it's the Great War. You've said it twenty times. Mm. It's War to End All Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we get it. So then, just pick any part of a battlefield. All you need is the enemy in front of them. Mm. That's all you need to do. Mm. You don't have to reference it so blatantly. Yeah, but uh, do you know why? Do you know why? the only reason I think we did it is because of the No Man's Land thing. Maybe. Because it had to be the woman had to come out and run out. Into the enemy line, into the enemy fire, and occupy no man's land. I think that's I mean, the only reason be, it was in right. there. You might be right there. Well, I, think it's, I think it's for the rest of the narrative if that was going to be the case. Yeah, in I terms think, of the woman defying all the odds all the time. I think it's also just because it's something that that everybody knows about, so they they want. Yep. They just want kind of everyone to be able to be like, oh shit, mm. when they when they see it. Yeah. And it to be to it, and they do want it to be inspiring, and they want it to be yeah, of course they, they want it. They want it to be. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you're a female watching it, maybe you might have found it ins- inspiring. I don't but, know. Um, they, they just want it to make an impression, and it does make an impression. I just think it makes a bad impression. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very odd scene. Yeah, it's not the intention for, for them to like mm. for, for it to to be in bad taste or whatever. Just the way she was running, and you know, at a certain point, you, you can have you can have these these interpretations of these things in your own film universe or whatever I mean fucking look at Inglorious Bastards so mm. you can't really talk if and it just it just comes off I think it's just executed poorly I think it's just a, a, a poor way to do it agreed so but again I don't really care <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do you want to get into spoilers Can now yeah, I, sure too. I feel like maybe the only other thing to talk about is the end of the film mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, Alright, so we're going to discuss spoilers now for Wonder Woman, so if you care about that, then skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Okay, so I think the first thing to mention um, is to bring up your point earlier about not learning from its mistakes. Yeah. Um, It was just another um, massive, over-the-top battle with... uh, a ridiculously bigger unbeatable en- entity. Yeah, yeah, completely just a bigger enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, lifting up the fucking ground yep. and throwing it at each other and, you know, it's just uh, bored a bit now. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you seen it? Not even in, not even in the DCU specifically, but in so many... In the MCU, they still, yeah, they like, still, they, they have this, they have this thing where they, in the Avengers films, they have this thing where it has to be a shitload of mm. um, like enemies coming down from somewhere, and yeah. you know, like they've got they've got a swarm of aliens in uh, the first Avengers film. They've got a swarm of robots in the fucking uh, second Avengers film. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's different in Civil War because even in um, X Men Apocalypse, as much as I enjoyed that, and as much as a good film that it was, yeah. By the end of it, Apocalypse was literally doing what same kind of thing. Yeah, just you know. Rising up from the ground, grabbing all this stuff around him and just throwing it yeah. with all his might against 
the hero. Yep, and it was the same in BVS, POS, and in Suicide Squad. Yep, absolutely. So it it, re- it really would just be nice to see something a bit different. It's see, alternative Just see you ta- tackle a way to, to have a potential way of taking down these superheroes, these gods, without it just being another god yeah. that can... Yeah. That's, uh, might because, be a bit stronger than them, but actually Because we all know isn't. what... We, every single person in the audience knows what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. She's going to win. Mm-hmm. He is going... Or whatever film you're talking about, the hero will always win. Yeah. So just by just making them bigger and bigger and bigger, but then we're still gonna get to, you're still going to get the same result, it's just so... It's just such a bad way of doing it. Mm. You've got to come up with a new idea how to tackle this. Because as you quite rightly point out, we've seen it time and time... And time again. It all has the same outcome, the same result. Yeah. And it's just getting it's getting boring. Yeah. There was it's, already, the, it's already boring anyway. Well, it is boring. It's just, but it's, it's, there was just nothing original going on. Not at all. In, in this... Not at all. In any of this this last quarter of the film. Uh, it was just... I mean, even the fucking Ares tries to uh, turn her over to the dark side yeah. in uh, a very Emperor-esque fashion. <laughs> um, and... You know, it has this big, long-drawn-out shot of her holding this fucking tank. Do you, does it really expect its audience to think, oh my god, is she going to turn, and is she going to throw the tank at fucking Mrs... I don't know, Red Skull? And <laughs> no. No. We, we know that's not going to happen. We know she's going to throw the fucking tank away and be like, no, that's not me. But it made it so clear from, from minute one with, with the origin story, with with her childhood story, yeah. back in the Amazon island, it was literally ingrained into her mind, her mentality, her yeah. way of life, her yeah. just the culture that she's been brought up in. Yeah. There's no way she's going to go to this, turn herself into the devil sort of thing. Mm. She's always going to stay on her path. Yeah. So as you... But quite rightly point out it was, but there's just she's n- never going to throw that tank on that woman <laughs> it's no. never going to yeah there's, there's, you, you can't I mean just don't do that no. and try and actually believe you're going to trick your audience here mm. because it just makes you look stupid mm. and it makes the film look stupid mm. and also I feel like his motivation also makes no sense to me yeah he hit right he didn't even know he who believes, these people were before he believes that these people were a mistake, that, that Zeus shouldn't have created them. Mm. All they do is kill each other, so I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> why Why do you feel so passionately about this? I don't really get... Why can't you yeah. just fucking go to your own universe and just stay away from it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it just makes no sense, Why it? Why can't you just be like, oh, that, that, seems, that seems like a poor decision on your, your behalf there, Zeus, but... Mm. I guess it's not really affecting me in any way, so whatever. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I know. I know. I know you. Why do you care? Yeah. Why do you? Why care? do I care? <laughs> Why do I care about you? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wish. I, I don't think that they should just be killing each other all the time. I hate them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to live with them for my entire life until <laughs> I can just get them to eventually destroy themselves. Yeah. But then, yeah, and just get. But the woman as well. The woman who she was going to throw the tank on. <sighs> She was just another a cartoon, a caricature character, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and also a character a bit too similar to uh, the bad guy in um, Captain America. 
So this this thing about the Captain America ending um, relates to Chris Pine's ending mm. and him sacrificing yep. himself no! by taking this bomb in a plane away from the world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's also quite similar to The Dark Knight Rises, by the way. Um, and what happens in Captain America is basically uh, he has to take this bomb away from where, where they are and, and sacrifice himself so that it can explode while his love interest is begging him not to. Right. And then he crashes it and obviously it doesn't carry on much more after that because he's the main one in this situation, not not Wonder Woman. Notice yeah. how Wonder Woman isn't the one sacrificing herself in this <laughs> situation. Anyway, um, flash forward to present day. Really? Jesus. Yeah. Because Captain America's whole thing is he crashes that plane into some glacier or whatever and he gets frozen and then he's unfrozen in present day. That's his story, basically. Um, and so, yeah. Bar the glacier, that's exactly what happens to Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah, just another terrible sequence when she was pi- when Wonder Woman was being pinned down by David Fulis and she just kept saying, Steve, Steve, <laughs> and as the plane blew up, she just, slow-mo again, mm. no, like pinned to the ground, helpless. Oh yeah, the, the oh. awful yelling out of no. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And that she, spurred her she, on. That spurred her on. That gave her all the fire in her stomach she needed to go and mend the feet, defeat David Fulis. Yeah. I mean, I, come on. I don't think Elgato is. It, <laughs> I don't think Elgato is a good actress. No, no. I think she's awful. I mean, she was so bad when she made a brief cameo in BBS. She's been bad in everything I've seen her in, which is the DC stuff <laughs> and Keeping Up with the Joneses. Um, Fortunately, I was never saw that. Yeah, um, yeah. She was really bad in this. So she she said she's read all these books and she speaks hundred languages. Yet she was just so naive. To, never heard of snow. She'd never seen snow. She didn't even know what holding hands was. She was just so naive to the way of human yeah. life. But you knew all this other stuff. It's like well, and which is again another cliched character, by the way. Oh, of course it is. But if you have, if you set your character out to know everything, yeah, then why does it not know? Certain things, you know, it's just irritating flaw that you get in all these films. Mm. But yeah, yeah, she, she, but there wasn't one good performance in this film. There wasn't one standout performance. Nope. I, I'm not really. I've never really been a fan of Chris Pine either. I mean, I think there's been a couple of things where he's been like passable in, but yeah, never, never really and found it to be very I mean, good. I don't think. I don't think it was because. Gal Gadot and Chris Pine have a lack of chemistry. I mean, there's been worse films where you've seen a complete zero chemistry between the actors. I mean, yeah. we had a bit of chemistry, but yeah, just the dialogue was just, was just yeah. terrible. Yeah, well. he's not the worst actor in the world, but I feel like he's just kind of average. Yeah. He, he would probably disagree. <laughs> yeah. That was awful as well. Yeah, um, God, I don't know bad. what you're trying to do I mean, no, by having, all... having that aspect of his character in there. You're just trying to make him instantly unlikable. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's just make him a fucking asshole. I mean, that whole five minutes, they just it was they were just volleying these one-liners to each other, weren't they? About oh, is that the average man? What's that? What's that? Oh, oh that's it. my. Oh, you're looking at the watch. Yeah. Oh, you got me there. Yeah, fucking hell. I think really eye rolling. I think the worst, the worst one though, like the, the most painful scene. I think in terms of dialogue and interaction 
has to be them on the boat um, on, on the way like I, I was, I was, that's what I'm saying about, about sort of five ten minutes oh, that, that bit. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was, okay I was talking about the bit before they were on the boat when they were no, in I'm talking about when, when Chris Pine's in the bath yeah yeah, and then from on the boat yeah. on the boat yeah. yeah but that yeah that thing with the, on the boat it's just I was in agony watching yeah. it. I had to fucking look away. It was just, but it was cringy. It was cringy. Oh, oh, yeah. If you want me to sleep with you, I'll sleep with you. Fuck yeah, man. Oh my god. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And that's when she said, oh, "I've read all these twelve volumes of whatever it was, fucking Kama yeah. Sutra or whatever." I mean, <laughs> yeah, like whatever. You have a copy right now. Oh god, spare me. There's <laughs> just so many bad scenes and so many bad bits. Oh, you you wouldn't like it. It suggests that um, whilst the male is. Uh, Necessary for reproduction, in terms of pleasure, they are they are not necessary. Okay, I wonder how that would go down if the roles were reversed. Yeah, and that when that line was uttered. Well, this is what I'm saying. Imagine, I know it's female director, female. Imagine if, they, as you said, flipped out on the others. Yeah, be, there'd be anarchy yeah. in the press. Yeah, there'd be outcry. <laughs> but for some reason I don't know whether it's deliberate then by Patty Jenkins is she trying to do this on purpose what, what well it wasn't, a... it wasn't it wasn't written by her so, okay well fair enough I mean I think it said story by three people and Zack Snyder was one of them I think wasn't it oh yeah um, with producers being Zack and his wife Deborah. <laughs> awful film and I think uh, I think I've kind of said everything I just want to point out a, a, a bit that I just found hilarious and how and why it was happening. Well, first of all, when the when our four bros got into the castle, mm. and Chris Pine did a little German accent on the way in, okay, they're in, and Chris Pine's chatting up Mrs. Gas, shall we call her. <laughs> and then... Dr. Poison. Dr. Poison. And Gal Gadda walks in with this dress on, with a sword in her back, right? <laughs> and as she's walking up to, I suppose, Chris Pine and... Uh, no, she's walking up to yeah. She's walking up to Hitler. Hitler comes past, but hundred percent yank Hitler. <laughs> and the first thing he does is she's sort of ready for a bit of action by the looks of it, but in terms of fighting action, he grabs her back, grabs her arm, start they start dancing or swaying as Gal Gadot would call it. Swaying, they start yeah. swaying, and at this point, I just can't help think. You've got your hand on her back. Yeah. Can you not feel that blade? That it's just she's just positioned in a dress. Yeah, but I don't know how you can even conceive <laughs> of her getting that far. Yeah, she's got a massive sword handle hanging out of her. And then we have a reverse camera of reverse angle of the bl- the handle, and then it flips back to Gal Gadot walking into the camera, and every single person has turned their head. Yeah, who else? Every single party member. I'm just looking at her, thinking. Oh, that's a nice dress, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, um, just. I mean, tight. yes, it would be unrealistic to have Galgado walk through in that dress and have nobody turn their heads. But at the same time, it's just as realistic for not at least one person to think, "What the fuck has she yeah. got in her back?" That's a strange corset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like she was. It's, it's not like she was. She just in front of everyone, and like there was yeah. nobody behind her. She was walking through everyone. Yeah. And people were looking at her back. No. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I hate, I how, was, can, how can you direct that and think yes people will believe this yeah exactly it's just terrible and I hated Mrs. Gass and um, Hitler their sort of relationship if you want to call it that and when she gave him this superpower drug 
That looked terrible again, the, the CG it, on his face. It did, yeah. And it's like... Yeah. It turned into I'm pretty sure there was a, a, a lion roaring sound at one point right. as well. Right. I might I might have dreamed that, but I'm, I'm sure I remember. I was, you know, I was pretty dazed by the time it came up, but I remember suddenly my eyes opened as I heard that noise and thought, what the, what the fuck was that? I might be wrong, but I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. that there was one. But yeah, I, and I guess we haven't really talked much about David Thewlis' character, well, what's there to say? It was just abysmal, really. It was just so. It was just so stupid. I can't. Mm. I can't understand how everything. Everything that's happened here is just a massive coincidence. Yeah, and well, it literally, literally is. This this whole big reveal of oh, I'm really Aries. I was like, oh, I kind of would have preferred it if no one was Aries. And yeah, it just ended with her killing the random just guy, even... and then. Maybe having the re- realization that actually maybe Ares is just more of a metaphor. Yeah, I thought it was just a metaphor for war in general, in yeah. terms of the you know the general and Mrs. Gas. I thought yeah. that was the, the metaphor there. Maybe and then, when it turned up to David Fuels, I thought, well, what? No, no, what? no. We have to have this final battle. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, it kind of felt like an afterthought. It kind of felt like the original script was just that. Hitler and Mrs. Gas were the uh, the, the only uh, enemies, really, yeah. and it would end after her killing What's-His-Face and making this realisation. And then Zack Snyder came in and was like, I don't know, I think people expect a massive battle from me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It did, seem, it did seem like the film was coming to a conclusion until it did that, I think. Yeah, no, I, yeah I did actually, and I thought... I thought it was going to end at one point. I feel like it, it should have just been like him going, oh, I have to go and save and save these people from this bomb or whatever. Yeah. And then should have just made it about that for the rest of the film. Because yeah. then it all, the whole war thing and then the whole wanting, Wonder Woman wanting to help all these poor people who can't defend themselves, that's just got thrown out the window for a battle royale, didn't it, really? Yeah, that also uh, was a bit odd how she had compassion for... So many dead bodies, but then whenever she felt like killing someone, she'd just do it. Yeah. But then isn't that the same mentality of the men who are at war anyway? Isn't yes. she just completely yes. indoctrinated? She's into a hypocrite. What, the way, yeah. But, Basically. Yeah. Because she, she was literally walking around these little towns when they're in Belgium going, oh, I want to help these people and all this sort of stuff. And Chris Pine was telling her no. Mm. But then, as you quite rightly just said, she was quite happy to kill whenever, whenever she felt like it. And kill it, the enemy, which is what yeah, and war don't, is. And don't tell... Yeah, exactly. Just completely hypocritical. Nope, nope. Yeah. Nobody's motivation... Mentality. Yeah, nobody's mentality has made any sense. No. What about all the Amazon women just just trying to slaughter all the men that men came... Just, that yeah. Dared to, to come onto their land? Where's your fucking compassion there? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, they're, they're probably bad. They're probably <laughs> bad people, so yeah. we'll kill them. Uh, yeah, she's just a hypocrite. Mm. Right. <laughs> Are we done with this? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um, Favourite scene? Good Jesus. I, I, I'm really struggling here. I'm really struggling. Do you know what? For the wrong reasons, it's going to be the scene when she walks into the party <laughs> with the sword in her back. It was pretty hilarious. It was just... It was comical. 
And the fact that, that Hitler put his hand on her back and started dancing, or swaying with her, yeah. and he didn't feel this fucking blade running down her back as if... He, oh, God. Completely I like, flawed. I like how in that scene also, when he turns away to go and set off his bomb, she goes Just to... Just his accent! Sh- what is he doing about that accent? He's, he's, he's an American actor. She goes to... I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't really have that much of a problem with, with it's them dumb- getting different different actors. It, do you know what the thing that annoyed me, Richie, things. was the fact that it was because they were building up to be the Germans of the enemies. Yeah. It was just the fact that they had all these faux Germans putting on these accents. Mm. That's what got my wick. That's I what pissed I can me understand that. I just thought, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't describe it properly. But it's difficult to imagine that they auditioned. A bunch of people, and yeah. he was the best actor, despite the fact that but he it's wasn't like, German. It's, it's, like, like, it's hard to imagine that they actually auditioned a shitload of German actors. For, for example, this. talk about Tarantino again with Django. Like, do you know that scene when he, the slaves are pushing the the black slaves are pushing the car, the car in Django? Uh, the, it's got more slaves in the line, and for all these black slaves. Okay. Oh, obviously you keep dropping the M word all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like when he was doing that film, it it briefed the actors on what their role was. Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have black a white actor up and said, right, you walk in, hmm. and this guy's going to call you an N word and all that sort. Of. Yeah, knew the context and the historical context, and yeah. the actors knew. I guess because knew. that's what it's about. Yeah, that yeah. it probably should make the effort yeah. to. Yeah, I can understand that. But when you don't get an American to play a, a German and then have that American character because he was trying to be, the metaphor was that he was the enemy. He was Hitler and all this sort of stuff. Mm. Really, mm. don't get him to put on this ridiculous Zijerman's accent. Is in. Yeah, come on. I guess uh, uh, yeah. I guess Christoph Waltz just wasn't available. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Matt made it interesting to me was uh... maybe. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's my favourite scene. Anyway. But you were saying a bit that you didn't like about that. Bit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she she goes to attack him after he's, he turns to oh, walk away, I'm and uh, I don't actually know what she's doing because she doesn't seem to be reaching for the sword. She seems to be reaching to grab him. Anyway, I, thought, I think she put Rambo behind. Him. It didn't look like she was. No, yeah, she did. She did. Okay, anyway. Um, and then it, it takes this opportunity to shove in another pit of slow motion. Yeah, yeah. And have Chris Pine reach to push her away. As and if, yeah. again, it thinks that the audience is going to think that she's actually going to kill him there and that Chris Pine isn't going to intervene. But whatever. I just found it... I found, like, specific things like that being yeah. put in slow motion pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's your favourite scene, right? Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's not saying much, is it? <laughs> uh, I, God. <laughs> I guess I'll go with the... You and Bramner on the piano. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I suppose I'll go for the battle on the Amazon beach with the... <sighs> God, I hated that bit. Well, so did I, but I hated all of it. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It's an awful scene. Mm. It is. But... I guess... The slow-mo there, by I, the way. I, Good Jesus, that was really bad. I know. I still have to think that it's probably the best action scene in the whole thing. Well, it's the only one that was in daylight. You could actually see what was going on. Yeah. And it wasn't too many, it wasn't big explosions, was it? Because it was bow and arrows against, gun, against guns, wasn't it? It wasn't... Yeah. 
wasn't on a grand scale. It was just a, quite a small group of people. Yeah, and it was a lot more. So maybe that says a, it was a lot more was fictional. Wise. It was a lot yeah. more. You could argue it, it. It manages to have the most amount of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go with that. Okay. Despite the fact, despite the argument I meant earlier about them uh, killing them for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let that slide. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you going to give this one out of ten? It's got to be a half. Yeah? It's got to be a half. It was that bad. I can't give it... I can't give it higher than... Is it as bad Batman as Suicide Squad? Or Suicide Squad? Is it as bad as those two? Yes. In my opinion, it is. Are you saying... Are you, would you say it's worse than those? I might say it's worse, but it's been such a long time. I've tried to black that out of my memory, to be honest. Yeah. I can't... I, it's in the same category. Whether... Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. You know, I, I can't necessarily say which one's worse than the other because I can't remember mm. in as much detail but they've got to be in the same block yeah I, I think you're right I think because I'm, I've been trying not to give out as many halves um, these days because I, I just think back to is this as bad as Batman vs Superman is it as bad as a survivalist yeah, and it's quite yeah, difficult yeah. to it's quite difficult to hit that category um, but I, I've definitely given Films that are better than this, a half. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to give it a half as well. Why? Well, at least why with Pirates of the Caribbean and Alien Covenant the week before, we I gave them a one. But at least there was. That's my view. That's what I'm trying to do when I. That's how I'm working. There, out. there are, there are at least there is at least one aspect yeah. of those films yeah. that is commendable. Pirates of the Caribbean looked better than this did. Mm. Pirates of the Caribbean had better visual effects than this did. Yeah. And at least it was a bit more. It wasn't just as dark and dingy. However, I loved Dale's shot. Dale, you you were great. That was a great shot you had in this uh, film, and no one can ever convince me otherwise. Yeah. Um, so congrats. But other than that, the visual effects were shit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's why I'm going to give it half because at least with those films I've given a one, I mean, it had a reason behind it. Mm. I didn't. I didn't even particularly like. I like it wasn't terrible, but I didn't particularly like the look of London. No, that's a little bit weird when it, she said it's hideous. Yeah. Okay. Like it was like, yeah. It seemed it, even that seemed like it was trying to be uh, over the top with it, mm. showing our dicks here. Like you sent a, mm. a video of someone describing David Fincher's uh, use of visual effects. Mm. And like that was that was really interesting, and it really made you think on another level of of that uh, of how he uses that. And then when I see it done in this, I was was, it was it reminded me of that, and I just thought it still feels like it's trying too hard. Like Fincher used it because it was because just just because it was necessary, and he 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 wasn't trying to make it Mm. seem. He he tried he tried to make it seem real, and in this, like it's like it's trying to impress you with it. And so I, I don't, I don't really enjoy that. No. Anyway, yeah, half. Jack, if you're listening, you're not getting away with it, son. Yeah, You've got to go and see it. You are going to see and it. I want well. evidence that he's got. Took a picture of his ticket. Yeah. Sat down in his seat. Yeah. Jaw open at Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Matchsticks holding his eyes open. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a clockwork orange situation going on here. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on? Please. <laughs> Alright. Some news now. And uh, 
what we've got to talk about is a trailer for The Mountain Between Us, mm. starring uh, Idris Elba and Kate Winslet. What do you think of this trailer, Woody? Uh, I don't think much of it, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think the concept isn't highly original, but again, it's not really... Something. The worst yeah. kind of thing, no. Yeah, but it think. also it also feels from the trailer it feels like this film isn't going to be able to handle its plot. Well, it, yeah, it was in a way that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Um, looked a bit, bit of a weird one. I think did look a bit, a bit of a weird one. Didn't it's not stood out to me as something I'd want to go and see. No, because by the sounds of it, because we said oh, well, the mountain between was Idris Elba and Kate Winslet, sounded like it was going to be a bit of a rom com or something, or these two people get stuck on a plane or something like that. We well, to... it is it is on IMDb as drama film slash romance. So yeah, yeah, um, I don't just nothing much has really sparked any sort of reaction in me. To be honest, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not overly keen on it. But again, I'm not hated on it either. No, uh, yeah, I think I kind of agree with that. If, if I was gonna, would I go and go and see it? Would I go and see it? Probably not, but that's fun. No, do you know what I mean? If one of those, if I miss it, doesn't really. I look... think I could, I've worked out in my head how it's going to end. Yeah, already. And, it, and also it doesn't really look like there's anything in it that's going to be very enjoyable. No, no, mm. it just seemed like as probably going to be quite dragged out and boring for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Listen, kind I mean, of rather just watch 127 hours again, yeah. maybe. Well, yeah, 127 hours feels like Castaway, where it's just one person for. Ooh, I want to watch Castaway st- again. St- yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuck in a situation that it looks like we can't get out of. Yeah, great. They're two great examples of films that, that execute that idea very well. Because if there's only one or two characters, it can get boring quickly. Mm. Obviously, look at Survivalist. You mentioned mm. that before, Survivalist. It's weird, because uh, usually. This type of thing, like a small cast and most of it being in one Same area, year. area is usually something that interests me quite a bit. But it just looked cliche ridden again, though, didn't it? it yeah, like it just no... looked, yeah, and it looked quite boring. Yeah, just yeah, there wasn't really, wasn't really anything in the trailer that stood out as oh, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, the problem with dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I imagine that's just going to be a bit stupid. And the pilot's dead, is he? <laughs> yeah, pilot's dead. Dog's fine. Idris has got a bit of a cut on his forehead. <laughs> You've hurt your leg real bad, but if we stay around yeah. here... I feel like, I feel like I'm right. watching Lost again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what I should say, really. A bit boring. Yeah, yeah, boring. A bit slim pickings with news this week. Oh, no, it's not been great, has it? It's just... We're just talking in off air about the lack of... Anything, Great content that's anything worth, worth talking, talking about, about that, that we found anyway. Yeah. So, whatever. Mm. Let's just move on, I think, shall we? Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> right, well, we'd, we'd, uh, we'll just move on to things that we've watched this week then. <laughs> Astute listeners will have noticed that we skipped Quiz Night, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There's only two of us. There's We didn't really feel there's any. <laughs> and I think Jack, Jack's already miles ahead anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's only one the thing. Yeah. Plus, Jack's the one that keeps track of who's supposed to be the quiz master. So, master. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I was just skipping that. I hope you're not too disappointed. <laughs> um, right. Let's move on to things we've watched this week. Um, yep. Yeah, skip the list up. Got quite a few things. Um, rewatched series one and two, and people just do nothing. Um, <laughs> I forgot to bring you the box set because mm. I don't have. But that's why. That's why I did it. But I watched series one and two with the commentary on. That's. And all the extras that they had on DVD. Okay. So, um, 
Yeah, but I've said all I need to say about that. Yeah. It's great show. I love it. Love it to bits. And yeah, really funny. What it's bafter. Season four's coming out in August. It's gonna get. It's gonna get bigger, I think, and better, cool. hopefully. Um, but I'll I'll bring it for you next week. Cause I know you did start watching it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I finished season two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, watch this this program on Channel Four called "The Trial: A Murder in the Family." Um, it's quite an interesting concept. It was a murder case, and the wife of a family was found dead in her home. But what we did was, the whole thing was about the jury system in this country. Okay. So we had 12 jurors who had just been selected. 12 angry men, sure. 12 angry men. There's some women in there, obviously. Oh, okay. Sexist bastards. Sexist pigs. But the case itself was not a real case. But we went to a real court, and there's a real judge, real barrister, real defence team, and a real prosecution team. And the whole process of them, the jury, making that was all real. All right. But the case wasn't real. And it was it was done over five nights, which five consecutive nights it was on. Did they think it was real, the people doing it? I, I don't... This wasn't told to the right. audience. Okay. Because they were obviously doing one-on-one interviews with like pieces to camera when they were talking about the case. But obviously, when you're doing a case, you can't talk about it. Yeah. Was that filmed afterwards and were they, were they told afterwards? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I think they knew. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But I think that's besides the point. I think the point is that it's about this case. It's about the jury process. It's not yeah, about yeah. whether they know or they don't. And yeah, was, I know. The, re- the reason I asked really was because... I don't get because that was my first thought. Yeah. But we never told you. Whether, whether them knowing if it's fake or not would have would any influence. influence. Yeah. I'd like to think that they didn't. But then we found out afterwards and all the filming. Because mm. obviously we put hidden cameras in the courts and that. But then, as we were talking about the case, we were talking to a cameraman, mm. presumably. So it, it would make sense if we'd have done that after the filming wraps, rather than as we were doing it at the end of each day, we were going into court. You know Unless I mean? they just thought it was doing like a documentary. Yeah, pro- probably. When you can't talk about a case to anyone, can you? That's the law. That's a good point. So maybe if we're going to do that, we must have done it afterwards. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but it was basically about how this crime happened and the process of coming to a decision. It was it was it was fascinating to see actually because you usually it's just you don't really find out about these things, do you? Mm. Sometimes you go to news, someone dies. It'll take years until it gets to court, and then whatever happens. But yeah, it was a decent problem actually. Just better than seeing just the standard. Sounds quite interesting. Quite like to give that a watch. Yeah, and all the different views. And I think obviously we made the case was curated to be one or the other. It was a really tough one to call. Right. Obviously, we weren't going to pick one that was yeah. clear cut. Yeah. Fucking um, parking fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the guy part of the double yellow. <laughs> but no, we obviously picked a case that was there was either one guy or one. It was one or the other. There was two different outcomes. Okay. Um, which was obviously deliberately done to show how tough it must be on a jury in real life, mm. I suppose. Um, not going to say how it ended, of course, no. but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it was what channel is it on? Channel 4. So I can get it on 4OD then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite easy going in terms of... It's quite, it's, the best bits is when the defendants are be, or people are being called to the stand and for asking all these questions and yeah. that. And... They have hidden cameras in the rooms of the prosecute the, the barristers, and it's good to just even though the case isn't real, it's 
it's interesting to hear what they say in between because these are just things that you never see mm. things that you never see so it was, yeah I enjoyed that programme it was quite interesting um, yeah recommend it um, also started Better Call Saul nice. um, I didn't explain it last time when I sort of said that I wrapped Narcos season 2 I wanted to finish Narcos before I started Better Call Saul fair enough but I thought if I just start Better Call Saul I'm never going to go and yeah, finish I understand Narcos. that so I have yeah. to get it out I do that I do that sometimes yeah. like you just feel like if I if I move yeah. on to something else now, I'm never. It's just gonna it. it's just gonna end up sitting in my yeah. Continue watching forever because yeah. once I'm on you'll, that, you'll move on to Better Call Saul, and then once you finish that, you'll be like, oh, I'll just start Game of Thrones. Exactly. Then, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm free, free in. Okay. And it just gets, as you said, gets better and better. It really does. Yeah. Um, just absolutely love it. Mm. it it's 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 brilliant. I was annoyed because there wasn't one released this week. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's on, it's coming next week. It's coming next week, yeah. yeah. I was annoyed about that. We're going on to put it on uh, Tuesday and... Uh, You're all caught with it. I'm caught up with it, yeah. So. No, I did that then. Weird. Don't know. But, um, yeah, I've done three so far and, yeah, just just loving it. Completely loving it. I was just thinking about it while you were uh, talking about that other, other show because uh, there's a... A scene involving a courtroom, obviously, about lawyers, um, which might be my favourite scene of uh, this 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 whole season, or maybe even the whole show so far. Um, that uh, you won't be up to yet. Right, we'll be up to that one, yeah, yeah. But as you said, I remember you saying about the montage of Mike at the start. That's brilliant. The car, um, so good. Yeah, yeah. I you just think you're doing that, yeah, I, and think, yeah, that that'll take up about two minutes. So, yeah, then how, and, and also just how Mike got to. The solution to that problem as well was was brilliant, and that's very Breaking Bad esque. It I was, think. yeah, classic Breaking Bad. I'm, 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 I'm just the more I watch, the more I'm loving this show. Mm. Really, I'm just got to that point at the end of episode three where Gus, I've met Gus now, obviously, and, yeah. and his things are taken off of him. It's only going to get better, but yeah, 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 just completely loving it. And there's a great montage in uh, episode three with. Kim, Kim's daily routine. And that song, I, that song's about a Norwegian guy called Todd Terry. Um, I saw him, he's like a house producer, whatever. Always not a house, it's just really weird stuff. And mm. My ears pricked up when I heard that, and I thought, it's called Alfonso Must Condender or something like that. But his, his video's really weird, he go on YouTube, like, there's comments saying, it's like Wes Anderson films in music. People like love him. <laughs> right, okay. I thought, this is the level of deep, like that song's perfect for that montage. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Where Kim's going uh, yeah, through I think, I think morning so, yeah. routine. Obviously, I didn't think about it as much as you did. No, obviously, because I, I knew what the song was. Yeah. But it's just like, whoa, what the hell's this doing in Better Call Saul? But like, yeah, there's a lot of thought yeah. that goes into all the song choices, but, though. Oh, absolutely. And both Breaking Bad and this, absolutely. And it's, I just love the way, as well, talking about Kim, just Kim and Saul, and um, Kim and Jimmy and the office now and this new receptionist it's not Saul yet yeah I know sorry <laughs> getting ahead of myself um, yeah yeah what more can I say apart from it's just superb it um, really is yep it's a masterpiece of filming yeah really is and then I've got um, three films that I've watched actually cool two rewatches uh, raw rewatches actually um, first one Spy Love Me um, uh. I was hoping Joe would have been here because I bet he's watched it because it was on last Sunday wasn't it yeah um, obviously we talked about Sir Roger's passing last week yeah, um, it's it's not my fa- it's not my favorite one of his, but 
obviously at the start, just all can't get Alan Partridge's <laughs> uh, voice out of the head. Man. He's going to die. <laughs> he's man, he's going, going to, to die. die. There's Roger, and yes, he's with a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just everything we talked about last week in terms of the the, the, the humour that he brought to Bond. The, the one line is, I found myself laughing throughout. I mean, not because all oh, the effects are shit, of course they are. Yeah. But as I've said, we've even talked about Total Recall the other week. Like, Batman, you can't do what you can do now with his green screen. But yeah, obviously. Give me, give me a spy love me over Wonder Woman every day of the week. Yeah, I mean the bit where Bond is because, because yeah because chasing. because it has it, it has that excuse of being of the time like you yeah. can forgive it and it's like and you, you can also enjoy it on that level as well. You can enjoy it, and as we said before, because they can't just do whatever they can on the green screen, you have to supplement that with witty dialogue and. Uh, a good story. A, a good story. This story is actually it's actually a really good one. Hmm. It's by Love Me and the Bond girl was pretty bad actress, but yeah, let that slide. Um, Which is better, Spy Love Me or Spectre? <laughs> Spectre, because um, David Batista's in it. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Shit, shit. Oh, um, Spy Love Me any day of the week, just brilliant. Um, nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Not much more to say apart from it's a classic. It really is, and I'm glad they put it on as well because you know what we were saying about um, what's it. But it makes me does make me want to go and see Living Let Die again though, because mm. I remember that being my favourite Roger Moore film. You said Man with Golden Gun, but I imagine yeah, you start I kind of said that just because I don't really remember. No, no, no. A lot of them. That that's why. That's why it's good. That's why I made sure I taped it and watched it. If it's on a Sunday afternoon or something, mm. but I wanted to see it just to see. If what I said, because it's been so long since I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see whether it stand the test of time, but it really did, really did. Yeah, yeah, really good re- rewatch that one. Nice. Next one was strange on this. Um, rewatch Manchester by the Sea. Oh. Um, got I've got BT, and when you rent a film, you get it for forty eight hours or something like that. My okay. dad watched it. I wasn't there. Um, I think just because they wanted to see it, sort of thing. And yeah, um, on that Monday, I mean, it was. Had a couple of hours left, like four hours left before it got wiped. Full oh, Christ, I might as well give it a watch. Yeah, yeah I've got nothing yeah. else to do. Um, and loved it again. Um, I know you weren't as keen on it as, as me and Joe and Jack were. Maybe I need to see it again. Yeah, but I, I still hold everything that I gave it a ten out of ten. I thought I thought it was brilliant, um, and I really enjoyed it on the second watch. Really enjoyed it on the second watch. Um, appreciated a few things more this time because do you remember? The metaphor when the young bloke who was a really good actor, but I can't remember his name, and the chicken falls out of the fridge, and he's putting it all back yes, in, and he yeah, has a yeah, bit yeah, of a breakdown because yeah. it. Oh, I did, yeah, I did enjoy that scene. That was really good. But then at the time, it sort of just passed me by a bit. Really, I just thought oh, he's just having a panic attack or something. But then this time, obviously, knew him. It was a symbolism of his dad being put on the ground and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. And yeah, but those little moments, I enjoyed them more this time. Okay. And Casey Affleck was brilliant. I mean. I know you said he was a bit mopey. Yeah, of course he was very mopey. But I don't know. There is bits when you watch it again where he's not like that all the time. He isn't like that all the time like Will Smith and Clara Beauty. He wasn't. Obviously in the flashbacks he's not. He's laughing and that. But... I'll definitely give it another chance at some point. Like, firstly, I didn't like hate the film or anything. No, you like, just... I, 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 really I, I still really liked it. it. But I, I just... Yeah, I just wasn't on the same level as you guys were. Yeah, which is, which is understandable. Of course yeah. it is. But no, I, I really enjoyed rewatching this. I thought it was 
I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Really did. Um, yeah, I, I do see why he won an Oscar for best best actor. I do it? definitely. Yeah, I thought it was it was a hell of a performance, hmm. and just there's just so many great little bits, especially with his wife Michelle Williams in the when they bump into each other and stuff like that. Obviously, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those films where she was good. She was brilliant. Yeah. And, she hardly used as well, but the t- when she was on screen, she was brilliant. Mm. And yeah, it's one of those ones that you think, oh, rewatch it, but you, obviously you know what's going to happen. So it makes you appreciate those elements more when you, and you, as you say, you pick up on things that maybe you didn't yeah. get the first time. I've I really enjoyed rewatching it. Yeah, I thought it was great. And then the last one, oh, this is a good one. I've watched this, okay. watched this one today just because I thought, I was either this or the Big Lebowski, um, and I thought, I've seen Big Lebowski fairly recently, so I'll rewatch Fargo, the film. <laughs> nice. Um, partly, I think it must have been in my mind subconsciously that the season three of the TV series Fargo is just uh, started on Channel Four this week. Do you watch that? Yeah, huh. yeah. Um, it's an anthology, so everyone's different. Every series is different. All right. Um, it's American, obviously. Yeah. Well, Martin Freeman was in the first one. And this one's Hugh McGregor's in it. Not watch, start watching it. Yet. Okay. He's playing two characters apparently, and um, David Fulis is in it as well. But <laughs> yeah. um, well, I think maybe that was in my mind. So I thought oh, I just want to watch a film again because I've just not seen it in so long. Great film. Oh, what a film! Yeah. A completely different rewatch to something as like Manchester by the Sea, for example. Um, this one's a hell of a lot f- more fun, obviously, and just we said before how much we love the Coen Brothers and. How they can how they can write a script, how they can bring humour into situations yeah. like this where it's just so great. Isn't it? Death, people getting butchered to death at times, and mm. they still have this dialogue and this witty. Just it's, everything that's the same with uh, with the Big Lebowski as well. Like um, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen all, uh, No Country for Old Men, but it's it's also the same to even I mean, no Hail Country, Caesar, which came out last year. No Country for Old Men is not. As funny as the Big Lebowski okay. or um, Far- oh, Fargo. Yeah. It's a lot more heavier. Mm. But no, you're absolutely right. It's just. I just love the accents in Fargo as well. You know, it's that sort of weird, oh, quirky yeah, yeah. accent. Oh, you get that in the TV show series as well. Mm. But um, yeah, Frances McDermott won a Best yeah. best Actress Oscar for, for Fargo. You can see why. You can see why. It's just brilliant. Yeah, I've got to see that again. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm. It was a great rewatch, actually, and I just love the cinematography as well. It's Roger Deakins, and he's done a lot. He works with all the Coen Brothers films. Mm. Actually, if you go on his IMDb, Roger Deakins, he's 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 like a list of these great, great films that he's done. He worked on Shawshank Redemption and all this sort of stuff. He's got oh, wow. a really good IMDb, <laughs> and he done yeah. a lot of the Coen Brothers stuff. Yeah. All things just great. Everyone's just so blasé about everything, aren't they? <laughs> that yeah. film, I think, as far as I remember. Such small town yeah. police dealing with this massive case, <laughs> yeah. like, completely out of her comfort zone. She's just walking around heavily pregnant. It's just, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Is, it, is it like Minnesota kind of? I think accent? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film, just love it. Yeah, one of those rewatches that you know it's going to be a barrel of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know how they do it with Coen Brothers, but if you want to. Uh, Oscar for best screenplay as well for that, that year, '96. They've got a great style. They've got an incredible style. They really have. Mm. They really have. I just love those two. They're just they they are geniuses, aren't they? They really are. 
and Roger Deakins as well, cinematography, love him as well. He's he did Sicario as well. He's done all sorts of these right. films. I've never That's seen Sicario, see. but yeah, yeah, a great rewatch. I wonder if um, Jack's seen it about Nazi. It's on Netflix. No, so I don't think he's seen any Coen Brothers film apart from Hail Caesar last year. God, Jesus, that's unbelievable. Uh, don't take my word on it, but I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Oh, no, no, actually. Strange up. Because after he said that to me, he did watch um, Barton Fink. Right, okay. Yeah, I've not seen that one. Which I haven't seen, but I've got it. Um, right. you, need to, you need to see, I keep saying this, no country roll, man. You need to get on that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah. That's it for me. That's, that's your lot. Okay, um, I've not got that much really. Um, I watched the film yesterday. I watched um, War Machine. We talked about uh, it. Um, Brad Pitt Netflix. The Brad Pitt Netflix. I was a bit disappointed with it. Not seen. I'm not. I've it's seen not very good. Film, not yet. I don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying it is. Right. But it's kind of the misleading trailer. Do you think? Yeah. Trailer, I remember we saw, watched trailer for. Do you know what? I might be interested in that, actually. Misleading. I don't know if misleading is the right word, but I guess misleading in how fun it's supposed to be. I liked yeah. Brad Pitt's performance in it. Everyone seems to be kind of slating him over it, but I, I thought he was he was all right. I kind of I kind of see what they're going for. Right. We're trying to have a bit of dark humour in there or whatever. Yeah. But I understand where people are saying it's not really committing to... Because I remember Anything. it being, it was sort of a trailer of two halves. It started off being a generic war film, then broke out into humour yep. coming from Brad Pitt. Yeah. But that wasn't the case, and throughout, it was a bit disjointed. No, it, it is, yeah, it is a bit. It's, it's like, it's it's just, it's a bit sloppy with its point. Right. It, does, it doesn't really have that much subtlety to it. It kind of ends up just having a sarcastic narrator make all the jokes about the war. Uh, <laughs> Just ends up it, like there's there's it's entertaining in a way, but yeah, it's kind of middle of the road, not yeah. not really that much to it, yeah. um, not really worth watching to be honest. Yeah, I, th- I was interested after we watched the trailer, and then I saw the trailer does make it look a lot better than just, it actually just is. Went on, just gave it a search because I saw it was coming up on Netflix, and it was getting criticised I didn't see any positives I thought oh god there are parts that are annoying but actually there are some positives like there is a scene that's, that I think is really quite good right but I guess the shame about it is that it's not really anything new um, Will Poulter his character is in that scene and he's, he's great in it um, well, we, we, it, like it's actually, it's actually, we like him don't we we do like him he's very good um, good it's, British actor <laughs> god <laughs> it, it is actually a scene where it's like taking you into the kind of war zone and he's obviously a soldier and he's right. and it's quite an interesting scene but is it really doing anything new to say what American Sniper did probably not 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 really um, and I haven't even seen all of American Sniper because Jack's DVD was damaged um, no humour in that no there wasn't really any humour in the scene I'm talking about either there oh wasn't... right sorry I thought you were talking about I thought you comparing this to American Sniper the film. well I'm comparing that particular That's scene right, okay got you um, got where, you. I think where, I'll take a stab at what you're talking about as well, it, where it's on Will Poulter's character and it is right okay just more drama just more there's no, There's nothing funny going on in that that scene and um, this guy sort of thing not quite <laughs> um, and actually I think it's quite a good scene it's just yeah. yeah it's just not really that much to it yeah yeah. Which is a shame, really. I, I feel like it could have been quite good. Yeah. It's just a bit disappointing. Okay. The other thing that I've watched... Oh, well, another thing I've, I've done is started watching Breaking Bad again. 
Have you? Just, uh, just watching Battle Call Saul. So you're going to watch that with Battle Call Saul? That's a... It's put me in the mood to watch it, and because there wasn't one on the screen, yeah, I was like, fair, I'm just, yeah. It's been a while since I've watched Breaking Bad. I want to yeah, watch that again. Yeah, yeah. And I did. Not really got much more to say about it, you know. It's Most quite easy. possibly one of the best TV programs ever made. Um, ever made. Yeah. Poss- quite possibly. No, I so, completely agree with you. Um, yeah, not much more to add on that. If we, like, you kind of forget about because the first series was so different to what it ends up being. Yeah. But the first series is so entertaining in its own way. It's mm. really good. It's still yeah. got great filmmaking to it, and it's uh, obviously it's it's got, it's got some dark humor in it. It's got light-hearted moments in the fucking hor- horrific situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as you were saying before about Better Call Saul, in terms of song selection and oh yeah, and just for the, the, the camera work is just the way, yeah the way they have those kind of just juxtapositions of like really upbeat songs over. Mm. Um, them doing something pretty horrible or in or mundane or whatever, you know, just making meth or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so that's that. Um, and then the other thing I watched is a web series called Nirvana the Band of the Show. Mm. Do you know of this? I know Nirvana, yeah. <laughs> it's not Nirvana. It's nothing to do with Nirvana. Oh, it is. It's, right, basically, uh, this kind of came... came uh, came on my radar I mean I've known about it for a while but I've never watched it um, I've always kind of wanted to but it's like anytime I see anyone put a clip of it on something or whatever the clip is always not available in your region or whatever because mm. from Canada um, mm. and quite a niche type of thing it's by the guy that uh, did the dirties oh Matt Johnson yep um, only this is a straight comedy web is this series it? oh right, right right and it's just this year come out as a full sitcom. Right. But the actual, this web series was like back before the dirties, back in like back in 2007, I think. Right, yeah. And so this has kind of been on my radar and obviously because it's, because the, the actual sitcom has been made of it now. Mm. Um, Why well, has he made that as well? Yeah, he's made it as well. He's, he's, he's done it. It's like, it's gone from web series to let's make this a TV show. This was, and now, now that we've got a name for ourselves. That's what Corrupt FM did. Exact same thing. Right. Um, it happens quite often, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. Quite yeah. A common thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that about Group Defend, though. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, yeah, so because now it's become a TV show this year, um, someone's uploaded all the episodes to Online, YouTube. Online, right, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll check this out. I'll give it a watch. Yeah. I really like the Dirties. I, I, also, the dirties. I also want to watch his other film, Operation Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I have a feeling the sitcom is going to be a lot better, like because it's, it's it's going to be a lot more well thought yeah, out. And course, yeah. I've seen a few reviews and things about it, and it looks really mm. good. It looks like something that's going to have a lot of really yeah. in jokes, quite like maybe similar to Arrested Development type of thing. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Oh no, God, sorry, I won't interrupt you. Go. That's okay. Um, so yeah, I watched it, and it's pretty good. There's, there's a lot of referential stuff going on, and uh, each episode, each episode, like. How long? T- takes the form of another TV show. How long have these for? Roughly eight? Five, five, ten minutes. Right, right. Um, just on YouTube, there's like ten episodes. That's, right, that's it. Check this out then. It's worth watching. It's really enjoyable, and it's got me really excited. I really want to watch the TV show. Don't know when I'm going to be able to because obviously it's it's only it's still coming out in America now. Right. Maybe so, it might come to Netflix UK at some point. I don't think it's on Netflix in America, so don't, it, oh, it's Viceland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, That's a website, so you could. Should, yeah, yeah, don't know. Either way, I'm interested to watch it yeah, at some point, maybe I, when it comes out on DVD or whatever. 
yeah, I love the dirties. I love the dirties so much. It's such an underrated, it's a little gem of a film. That. Yeah, yeah, so great. And um, yeah, this is kind of well, similar. I, it's like a kind of documentary yeah. style, uh, handheld. Right, okay. Um, it's a shame that we don't get that much access to someone like Matt Johnson as a filmmaker because it's very clever. Actually, yeah, he's, he's a clever guy. And this is like this is quite it's quite like a really it. unique idea for yeah. a show. Actually, yeah. they're these guys that are in a band called Nirvana the Band. Yeah. And um, they're, they're basically the whole show is them trying to get a show at this place called the Rivoli, right? And that's it. And they're just doing crazy shit and stupid stuff just to, oh, to I'm get. I'm gonna watch this. And it's like it's like quite dark and kind of like mm. corrupt stuff just to get. Uh, yeah. a, a thing a, a show at this place, the Rivoli, and right. it's it's just it's it's dead stupid, but it's really funny. And I I think he's got such great comedic timing and I just I, I find him just kind of a joy to watch it was the same with the dirty yeah 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 absolutely. you know e- even in even in that like with the subject it's got mm. he was really fun to watch mm. in it and yeah it's great so yeah. get get on that that's worth watching yeah I will, I will look forward to the actual I will. full TV show mm. right I was gonna I was gonna interrupt you go on finish season 2 of Arrested Development you just triggered my memory go um, thoughts oh Loved it, loved it. Um, I think throughout the, the second season, I've really got into um, Lucille Love. I know you said she was your favourite from sort. She wasn't from the start though. No, no, like, no. I yeah. wasn't that madly keen on her in the first season, but the second one, she's just coming to her own. I think. Yeah. And I think if you rewatch the first season, the more you watch her, yeah, of course, she's pretty great. Yeah, of course, yeah, she's yeah. a gem. Yeah, um, I loved the second season. I really did. Got to start the third one soon I think yeah. I'm not sure I don't know what you're saying about this season 4 it's still there I know uh, and there's I, no date it, on it saying it, it's leave. gone it, it said the 25th of May it kept on saying it I was like why the fuck is they, why are they doing this it's still and there. then 25th came and went and it's still there and they've got rid of the date thing so I think it must have just been a mistake yeah on Netflix it doesn't make sense for them to get rid of the it didn't make sure. it didn't make any sense but you know I was just going from the information I had yeah that's fair enough um, anyway yeah, so, yeah sorry, love... sorry for misleading you in that, down yeah, that path yeah you, you have been worried <laughs> starting a panic you know but fake news all it? fake news yeah but all is well Arrested Development Season 4 is still on Netflix yeah, 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 yeah. Season 5 confirmed yeah for next year I think is it for next year I think so yeah. alright Interesting. Maybe, I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah. Love the second season. <laughs> oh, what a show. What a yeah. show. Never quite seen anything like it, really. Oh, so you're at Blue Man. You've, you've seen, oh, all, seen, you've seen all that now. Best part of the second season when Tobias became his Mrs. Featherbottom. Oh, God, I didn't. I thought I was in the third season. I was looking at That is absolutely hilarious. Mighty. From Blackstool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even he, he's just coming to his own as well. Yeah. He really has. And I didn't realize that was season two. Season two's great. <laughs> it's quite long. It was about eighteen episodes. The longest one in two. Yeah. So maybe that's why he made. Well, season three was shorter, wasn't it? Because it got yeah. cancelled. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a bit shorter. I think. Which is yeah. crime against TV. How about yeah? You got to bear in mind this is these shows were two thousand three, two thousand four. Is yeah, second. Yeah. It's just it's just over ten years old, and it's just just had dire marketing. It's just like yeah, yeah. nobody, nobody saw it, and then it got its the cool is, following on DVD sales. Yeah, and it's mad now that everyone from that's become a big star, really, pretty much. You know. Yeah, all of them, I think. So except maybe Lucille. 
Yeah, but I think she's already like she's done a lot she's of already, stuff. Yeah. I bet she's. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, I forgot about that. And Jeffrey Tambor as well. He's done all this stuff yeah. for, in America. He might not be. He's, 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 he's well known to us. He had that show uh, on Amazon. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transgender, transparent, or something. Is trans- that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Transgender. No, I meant he's trans. Like gender, he was trans. Yeah. I wasn't saying that was the title. of the oh, show. Right, yeah. I just meant I mean, he was because, transgender in it. Yeah, but because something like transparent or something. Like right. That. Okay. I might have just made that up, folks. You might have to correct me on that. But yes, he does play transgender. Hold on to that name if it's not right, because that's a good name for a transgender show. I think it might be actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to check it out. But okay. yeah, just... Yeah, again. Sort of said loads about it in the past. I just love the show. Really do. It's crazy, man. It staggers me how... How, yeah, as you just said, how it, the marketing on it and how it started off as a bit of a... Having to get yeah. cancelled, you just can't. Such a shame. Like, imagine what it would have been if something like it's always sunny. Imagine if we'd have done that sort of stuff. I mean, maybe yeah. obviously it's come back now and it's going to have like five seasons or something. But um, well, I mean, it's always sunny had its had its fair share of troubles in the beginning because obviously that was a really low budget thing to start with. Yeah, transparent and... is transparent. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think if Sunny hadn't brought in Danny DeVito, because he'd yeah. he'd he well he loved the show. Yeah, then is that why he got involved? I, 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 like they were told you need to bring in somebody big, otherwise this show's going to get cancelled. And I don't know if they went to Danny DeVito and showed him something, well, and then he loved it, him. or if he, or if somebody else had kind of found yeah. out that Danny DeVito liked the show or whatever. Yeah. I think it, I think it was that they showed Danny DeVito the show, and he loved it. And then they realised that they could do a lot of funny shit with Danny DeVito, and so they got him on. And yeah. I think that's probably what it was. The rest is history. But yeah, exactly. But th- there's no that would have definitely died a death if they hadn't brought in him for it. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it goes for you know some shows. Yeah, we've um, got so much competition as well. I suppose, yeah. especially yeah. in America. Christ, can you imagine a number of stuff? Yeah, and shows have got to compete with. I've always said it: the hardest thing about watching a TV show is starting it. Because mm. you always think, is this something I want to commit to? Mm. Is this something I want to spend my time watching mm. out of everything else that's on right exactly. now? Exactly. I mean, especially in this day and age, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. It's becoming. You spend half your time picking something to watch on Netflix, and then you go, oh, all right, Christ, it's half ten now. Yeah. yeah. Go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so much stuff out there, and Amazon as well. And yeah, something. and it's not just that. You know, you've got fucking YouTube to compete with now, and yeah. uh, just videos like that, streaming videos and things. Mm. Mm. It's a tough, tough world out there. Mm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I haven't watched anything else. So, Ooh. right, I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, and any other podcast that you found us on. I think we've done all right there. Um, <sighs> we always do, don't Yeah, we? we always do. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Like fucking season pros. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess if that's, uh, if that's everything... Then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me.
James Bond's going to die. He's going to die. 